Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name's Nick McGuire. Thank you, Horace, for having me. Swag money. Swag money. So I have, I have Nick McGuire here. Nick McGuire is a gentleman and a scholar. All right, now you can tell him the truth, Horace. <laughs> no, he is, he is literally a gentleman and a scholar. He has a college education, correct? So you are a scholar, and you're also a gentleman. I can't really say that about a lot of people. I can't be like, he's a gentleman and a scholar. Like, you'll say it like as a joke, like as a, as a saying, but you are actually a gentleman and a scholar. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you, Boris. Appreciate cool. it. Um, so I met Nick back in 2013. He was a freshman. I was a senior. He had joined the wrestling program, and we had became good friends. Um, fast forward several years later, we ended up working together for a couple years yeah and uh, we developed a stronger relationship brotherhood yeah so nick nick this podcast episode is about nick so we're gonna we're gonna discover a bunch of things about nick and ask him a ton of questions um so yeah nick welcome to the podcast sweet man thank you for having me but uh yeah just like what horse said so uh, for those of you who listen to this podcast and don't know the reason why I call Jacob Andrade Horse is a nickname from back high, back way back when, when we were in high school. But uh, throughout this podcast, I'll be calling him Horse, if that's fine. That's Horace. fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I met Horace back in 2013, my uh, freshman year of high school over at South Hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a freshman wrestler, didn't know much, and uh, Horace was pretty much this uh, badass wrestler. He was a senior, I was a freshman, and uh, every day, every day I would go to practice, you know, I was very, uh, not intimidated, but I was eager to learn, eager to learn wrestling and get better, and Horse was always just super cool, wanting to show me new moves after practice, drilling with me, showing me cool stuff, so I built a friendship through him, and uh, after high school, after he graduated high school, he was a senior at that time in 2013, he went to the military. And uh, we still kept in touch, you know, you know, he was busy doing his thing. I was finishing high school, of course. And after high school, we became even closer friends, got to coach together at South Hills. And we hang out on a regular basis when he can. He's a busy man now. He has two kids, a wife and uh, working very hard. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is about horse now. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, I thought this was about you. Right? <laughs> no, um, no, thanks for the compliments. Um, I mean... Appreciate it. Freaking Yeah, so so yeah, we, we hang out every every other maybe three or four weeks. We'll go out and get a drink. Um but Nick is an interesting cat. Very, very intelligent, young, strong man. Look at your muscles. Oh, I wish, man. <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> very, very ambitious with life, constantly working. Um, I guess uh, grinding, right? Not, not everybody. Did you graduate college in four years or was it four uh, and a half? No, I graduated four. Yes. Yeah, that's insane. Not a lot of people do that. That's fucking cool, bro. <laughs> you just like graduated and just. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I was very fortunate to go to college and be able to continue my education and really focus just on school. So, so really took advantage of the opportunity. And during those those four years, I was able to do things that I also liked, you know, coach wrestling. It's a really big passion of mine. Yeah. So so got to do those kind of things, and it was great, you know. It's still great. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to continue my education and still, you know, do the things I love. Hang out with friends, catch up with wrestling, and so on and so forth. Just getting the full experience. 
no, full experience. No. Messing around, but also getting the job done. There you go. That's that, solid. That's my motto. That's <laughs> all right, so we're going to start at, at your, your origin, right? So where what city were you born in? In Bronx, New York. Okay, that's crazy. Born <laughs> <laughs> on a city I, island, yeah. And then, and then you, when at what age did you move out here? California. I was two years old. Moved after nine eleven, and uh, parents lived in Pasadena for a while. Then moved to Covina and been there since. Okay, so much. And then and my sister lives in, or my sister was born in <clears throat> San Dimas. Okay, so we all, we all um probably start. I guess our earliest memory is at like four or five. So where were you living at four or five? Covina? Yeah. Covina. Covina. And it's been at that same place since then? No. No. So uh, we lived in two houses in Covina, the house we currently currently live in right now. And before that, we lived on Oak Tree over by uh, Grand and Roland. Oh, yeah. Oak Tree. Yeah. So... So we were. <laughs> yes. yes. No, we're not going to talk about uh, that. <laughs> but uh, anyways, lived on Oak Tree. Uh, moved moved out of Oak Tree in 2008 to where I live now, and uh, yeah, great great memories over at Oak Tree. You know, it was it was fun, and uh, I remember always hanging out. So it was a little cul-de-sac, and everyone. So there was three houses, um, the Burks and the Salazars and the Maguires, and we all uh, we were all very similar in age, so we would always hang out. And uh, it was very fun memories, you know, hang out with my parents and, you know, neighbors. And it was great. That was, was great. your first home and then you moved to a second home. In Covina. Yes. Got yes. It. In 2008, we moved to a new location out in Covina Hills. And that's great, too. Got it. Okay. So, so like, as, as we were complimenting each other, I was like, Nick is a gentleman and scholar, <laughs> really grinding and, and driven. Now, what did that have to do with the way you were raised or, like, what? like? Uh, I'd say, yeah, yeah. Majority of, well, not me being a scholar or a gentleman, I don't. I don't like to, you know, put myself on a pedestal, but, but me being driven to be better, you know, you know, a better person in society and, you know, be proactive and productive. And so not, where does that drive come from? Like, what, what oh, would you credit the drive? Definitely, definitely my parents, you know, my, my parents, uh, you know, instilled that when I was very young. My how, mom, how did they, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but like, yeah. how, how did they instill it? Like, how, they, like. Can you pinpoint like how they did it? Well, there's many ways, but I guess the most prevalent way that I received that, and where I you know was able to instill that into my life and you know uh, you know really utilize that is my dad always telling me you know use these things that we give you in life you know like you have you mm. have the but you have the opportunity to be better than what I was you know, by going to school and doing all these great things. So really take advantage of that. And, you know, don't, don't, don't sell yourself short in life. And also where my parents, you know, grew up from, my mom moved to, my mom moved to the United States in her mid twenties from Mexico. Mm -hmm. And my dad grew up, uh, the youngest of nine siblings out of New York, uh, losing his father at the age of eight and, uh, had to work since seventh grade all the way up into, uh, his mid fifties right now. So, you know, just hustling, both of my parents hustling, not my mom not knowing English and my dad working from a very young age up until now. So them just working their whole lives, really trying to give me and my sister a better life really drove me to be, you know, like I have all these opportunities, you know, that they didn't have growing up. So so really utilize those, you know. So you would say maybe what I'm receiving is two things. One, it would be the example Mm -hmm. that your parents provided and then two would be um uh providing you with awareness of yeah the opportunity yeah definitely yeah and then actually like truly being aware influence you to 
to you know like you said to take advantage of the opportunity yeah okay that's solid that's yeah. solid so your parents did a great job raising you. <laughs> no, no. No, they did. They did, right? Well, I remember why. They, <laughs> You're like, no, they didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, like, they were, you know, my parents are uh, very uh, humble, Catholic, you know, old school parents. So, so they really, you know, wanted me to be, you know, proactive in life and not sell myself short. So, okay. So, and knowing with myself and my sister and, you know, relatives, you know, my parents were very, you know, humble people and try to see the best in people. Yeah. And give them the right, um, you know, like try to not not guide them, but give them, you know, like influence them to be better individuals of themselves. Yeah. Because see. they've seen so much growing up, you know. Yeah. Lot, lots of exposure. Exactly. Yeah. Exposure is a big thing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, so if really you is. if you want to grow, expose yourself. Yeah, like you could. I'll relate it to my business, and then I'll, I'll relate it to I guess wrestling. Since yeah, yeah, there you but, go. But when you go to, like for wrestling, when you go to a camp and you get exposed to all these like fucking all Americans and stuff. Yeah, that exposure influences you to be better. And then in my, or another example would be my job, right? Okay, I'm I'm happy with with the way things are going, but as soon as I start meeting these fucking hard hitters. And I get exposed to them. Yeah. I'm like, I want to, you know what I'm saying? I'm influenced to get fucking yeah. like, like, that's what it is right there. Self-driven right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because um, if you read that right there, uh, the black and white one. Uh, that's, there you go. Yeah. Look at that. Right? <laughs> one plus one equals two. Huh? For those of you who can't see right now, <laughs> there's a picture to my left right now that says Jacob Andrade. It has been fun watching you become a great wrestler. Your ability to self-motivate will carry you far in life. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's, that's... The Kelly that's, family. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Kelly family. Yeah. But, um, that's, that's amazing that people see that in you, you yeah. know? That's because, why I framed it. Yeah. That's <laughs> I was it. like, that meant so much to me. I, I framed it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But, you know, that, that goes to show how, how one person can have a big influence on other people's oh, lives, hell yeah, you know? Yeah. You're, it's crazy. Your influence really, you know, I translated to how they felt about you. Yeah. And, and then it continues to show throughout your whole career in life. Yeah, so me and, me and their family, we have a good relationship to this day, chilling. Uh, obviously with Kevin and then with his mom and his dad. Yeah? Yeah, to this day we're chilling. I sold, awesome. his, sold his dad a house. <laughs> oh, really? You didn't Where know that? that? No. I sold Kevin's dad a house in Winchester. Winchester? Yeah. OC, nice. Yeah, it was a, the the lot was half an acre. Wow, big lot. Yeah, because he he does things with animals and stuff. Oh yeah, but it was cool. I remember. Yeah, he's a great guy. Dude, that's sick. Yeah. Okay, so you moved to Covina. <laughs> you had you had a good uprising, and um, as a result, you're a good good person. So fast forward, you joined wrestling. That's when we met, right? I guess we could yeah. talk about like wrestling, right? Exactly. So <clears throat> you did pretty good your senior year. You were a <laughs> a master's qualifier right? <laughs> that was all right <laughs> that's why I'm, la I'm laughing because of but you you went further than me so that's not what i'm laughing it's just i already knew that 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 was going to come up but um so what was your aspirations as a freshman and then what what was the result and if you could go back what would you do differently oh there's so many things i do differently but let's start off with my aspirations uh, <laughs> as a freshman like what was your aspirations as a freshman okay so i'll tell you my first experience at south hills in that wrestling room so it was um right before you start high school so there's south hills is the feeder school to south hills 
or a Servista. Sorry. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Servista Middle School is the feeder school to South Hills. And um, I remember being in eighth grade and um, I remember going to, there's like, it's not like an open house, but it's an opportunity for eighth graders who are going into South Hills to go on campus and they give yeah. you a tour, you know, okay. high school, you know, high like school students. Type yeah. Thing. Yeah. And they give you a tour and your parents could come and they show you like the sports, the gym, the classrooms and what they offer at that school. Yeah. So I remember um, that summer going into my freshman year of high school. My parents and I went there, and we're walking around in the cafeteria, and there's different tables with, you know, softball, baseball, soccer, football, and, uh, you know, the coaches are standing there. And I remember going to uh, the wrestling table, because my dad was like, uh, I always did, like, MMA and stuff growing up, you know, so that kind of combat stuff I've been exposed to prior. So my dad was like, you should try wrestling. I was like, yeah, cool, wrestling sounds cool. So I remember going to that table, that wrestling table and it was coach rob fro and talarico there oh the and, duo yeah yeah <laughs> and duo. uh i remember you know talking to them you know my dad and i and my mom was there and you know they were like hey like what's your name and i was like nick mcguire this and that i'll be coming in as a freshman next year and i'm interested in wrestling and you know we were just shooting the shit talking for a while and then um my dad was like where is the wrestling room and talarico was like oh it's right around the corner to the right of that gym and then we were like, oh, cool, cool. And Tyrico was like, actually, if you want to go see it, I could have one of my wrestlers go show it to you right now. Yeah. You know, I'll give him the keys and you can go check it out. And my dad was like, yeah, sure, why not? We're already here. So I was like, cool. So here comes, at the time, I didn't know who this guy was, but Kevin Kelly, uh, what, four-time CIF placer? I think he was a three-time. Three-time CIF placer, uh, scholarship for wrestling, state champ over at Mount Sac. Uh, very very Uh, yeah he wrestled d2 in college after sack and then now he coaches at a university yeah pretty solid overall yeah no solid solid wrestler (laughs) great guy good friend yeah yeah uh now he's over coaching at vanguard uh with coach uh flores so so check him out if you guys are into wrestling but uh anyways he's always recruiting (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah. (laughs) he's a recruiter yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but anyways so here comes kevin keep in mind kevin's a freshman uh kevin and a horse right here are, uh, or um, both seniors at that time, sorry. I was a freshman, going into my freshman year. So Kevin takes my parents and I to the wrestling room, and we're just talking on the way to the wrestling room. And he heard my dad's accent, because <laughs> my dad's from New York, so yeah, he has a heavy New York accent. Yeah. And Kevin's like, oh, uh, what's, you know, where are you from? Talking to my dad, and I was like, oh, I'm from New York. <laughs> from New York. So every time I see Kevin now, he always brings that up. It's like a little joke, but... Anyways, he takes us to the wrestling room, and, you know, we got to walk around. I was like, wow, you know, this is awesome. Walking in there. At the time, they had, like, the sponge, like, the wood the wood, the wood wood board with the sponges, and you clean your feet. With all the photos and all the... the photos. The, the walls were the with, walls were yellow. The banners. The banners. The, the pa- walls were yellow. The ropes. The, the paintings. Paintings of the wrestlers, That's the CIF high. wrestlers. Yeah. It was, yeah, and it was pretty cool, so I was just like, wow, and then we were looking at all the pictures, and he was just like, yeah, this guy, one state, uh, Osborne, Jeremiah Miller, one state, undefeated his senior year, these are all the banners when we won CIF, um, you know, we had all these great wrestlers, you know, uh, Thomas Williams, and et cetera, and I was just like, wow, like, this is awesome. Like inspired, right? Yeah, inspired, well, like, I didn't really know what it was at the time. Yeah, you were just like this badass. But I was just like, dang, like undefeated state champ, like CIF champ, you know, all this. Wait a minute, what? (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I was, so at that time, I was just like, I'm going to give it a shot. We'll see how it goes. So fast forward, freshman year starts a few months later. 
and uh yeah i just the the whole the whole environment was just awesome you know it was one big practice and uh there was a handful of freshmen and uh there was just a bunch of kick-ass seniors you know for example we had horse here horse was freaking like one of the most inspiring rest funky like ankle pig he would hit you with all this funk he'd be over here and then be over there so that was pretty cool then you have kevin who was just like a train yeah dude like, he was fucking stocky dude. he's a stocky small little freaking corn fed guy <laughs> and then he was just like he'd, he'd run you over then he had matt chavez who like freaking thunder thighs and he would like underhook you and snap you to hell dump you on your butt off of a single geo and then you have geo who was like such freaking ranked in state <laughs> amazing wrestler <laughs> and uh yeah so there was just all these guys and i was just like wow like this is badass so ever since my freshman year i was i was just driven to to be better i feel that bro i, yeah. I could relate give me one second i'm gonna shut my dog up and we're back i apologize for my dogs being so rude <laughs> I don't think your dog likes me, man. Uh, he doesn't like anybody. <laughs> Any stranger. Oh, um, so, so to relate to what you're saying, and it's humbling to hear you say those nice things. But when I was a freshman, I was dead ass inspired by the seniors too. Yeah. And that's why I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to freaking, ah, yeah. you know. It's crazy. And then next thing you know, you're the senior, and people look up to you and then you leave and then i'm pretty sure when you were a senior people were like fucking nick dog (laughs) (laughs) fucking nick no man i yeah i was uh the master at choking (laughs) when it mattered the most it doesn't matter dude you 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 were solid bro i've seen i've seen videos um i wish i was there but obviously i was oh yeah in a war not sure (laughs) horse was in iraq i was in no i was in syria which is a little bit better than her. Right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> which is almost as bad. I was just looking at horses' memorabilia right behind me, and this is some pretty in- impressive, intensive stuff. It's cool. I mean, it's it's crazy, you know, the stuff you learn, you know, living away from home for a few years. Yeah, especially in Syria, you know, it's not like you're moving down the street to Fullerton. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was. Um, I remember I was in in Africa, and then I was thinking like the fastest route to home is down. Like, if I point through the floor, and I pierce the entire earth and pass the core, and then obviously I'd probably reach the other side of earth, like, that's a straight line. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a really far distance, and that's yeah. probably the fastest way to get there. Obviously, you don't use that for transport, but the only other way to get home would be to go around the fucking earth, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's, further, that's a further distance. But, um, yeah, dude, I was literally on the other side of earth, and my family was on this side of earth, and I remember thinking like damn i'm far as fuck from home yeah yeah like there's there's nothing i can do this i I can't go home fucking tomorrow like right if i wanted to it would take a long time to get home right with the travel and all that but anyway but yeah no but yeah i had those experiences i did learn a lot in solitude um to bring that whole thing up uh so moving forward so you're so you were very inspired you were you had ambitions. What were the those ambitions? Ambitions just to be better, you know, like mm-hmm. wanting to be the guy that places at every tournament, uh, be the guy that you know people want to wrestle to get better with, you know, just just be that all around guy, be a leader as well, you know, because wrestling is that kind of sport where your success doesn't come from others, you know, it's not like basketball where it's a team sport and you could just play five minutes, get a couple of rebounds, mm-hmm. and you win the game, you know, like there's counterintuitive parts to the game you know you need a point guard who scores 
You need the guy who's going to, you know, kick the ball out to you, someone who throws you assists. It's it's an interactive game, just like every other game, baseball, football. Yeah. So wrestling's that sport where it's literally just you and that other guy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so your success isn't from others, you know. It's, it's literally the work that you put in and the effort and the time and, you know, the passion and the motivation. The list goes on, so... So wrestling and seeing everyone else succeed really drove me to be better. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like that was one of the biggest things. Yeah. So if you have a really good team, odds are you're going to be good because everyone's just bringing each other up, right? Yeah. You're the, right. You're the result of your surroundings, mm-hmm. the average of the five people you're surrounded yeah. with. So if your whole team's legit, then you will, your standards will, ri- will raise Exactly. And it's very similar to business as well. If I surround myself with fucking hard hitters, yeah. I guess well, I'm gonna be a hard hitter. You know? Yeah, you know like, that's what they say about life. Surround yourself, you know, with with those who want to succeed, and yeah, you'll you'll eventually get there. Yeah, there's a lot of we can synthesize information from different, I guess, scenarios and find that there's a lot of things that are similar. Yeah, yeah. So for for an example, that would be like. I don't, I don't want to get into it, I guess. I'm a realtor, so I talk about houses, right? Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. In a neighborhood where property values are low, and if you have a really nice house uh-huh. in the neighborhood where the property values are low, the value of that really nice house goes down. Right. And then you, you flip it, right? Exactly. If you have a fucking amazing neighborhood with very nice houses and you have this one shitty house, the value of that shitty house goes up because it's surrounded by really nice houses. Exactly. Yeah, so I mean... You, you, you use that same example and you apply it to what you had just said about being surrounded with, by really good wrestlers, you'll exactly. become better. If you're surrounded by shitty wrestlers, you'll be less. And even business, right. surrounded by hard hitters, you'll be better. If you're surrounded by pieces of shit, you'll fucking drop. Yeah. It's, crazy. It's crazy how everything's <laughs> translatable, you yeah, know, like, you fr- from like, business aspect. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> exactly. It's, it's kind of like gentrification, you know, like you, you put one Starbucks in one area, the next thing you know, there's going to be a Target, then there's going to be, you know, remodels of condos and houses and it. And next thing you know, that the value of that area goes up. And mm-hmm. same thing with wrestling. You know, you start off with, you know, a, a good coaching staff. And it builds. And it builds, you know, time. and you get young guys who are driven and, you know, one guy's starting to pick, us, pick stuff up and then the other guy starts to learn from him and then it builds and builds and... Solid. That's just life, yeah. That's just it's all translatable. Yeah. Wrestling is one big analogy. There you go. Everybody should wrestle. That's that's my uh that's my thing. That's, you a, know? that's very socialist of you. <laughs> <laughs> but just think about it, are you, you know? a, are you a dictator? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come to South Hills Wrestling if you wanna learn. Look, man. <laughs> little, little Whatever you're doing, drop it and come wrestle. There you go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um no but yeah. I agree. No, I, I see what you're saying. Right, I mean, every every sport has has probably the same story, but I I would probably argue that wrestling is more potent, and more concentrated, yeah. and more like hard. Right. Because, I mean, when you win and lose, it's it's very personal because you fucking lost, bro. Exactly. Like no one else lost. Right. You did. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the lessons are are more like hard on you. Yeah. It's like blah, like there it is for black for sure. and white. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't blame anyone. Um, so that's cool. So your ambitions were to just fucking be that guy and be better, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so if you go back, what what would you change differently? Or oh, so many things. Well, I guess I guess the main thing was me not being timid. You know, I was like like I knew that 
I could have wrestled really well and been better than what you, you know, like how I did. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, and a lot of that came from me just sucking myself out. You know, I would look at the brackets and I would be like, man, oh man, like you know, I wrestled this guy. You know, he placed at state last year. There's no way I'm gonna be able to beat him. And I'd psych myself out before the match. Oh, you know, okay. yeah. So I go out there, you know, flat footed. You know, not you know, like not really feeling it. You know, so so I guess yeah, yeah. And then so uh, I guess. You know, like one example from that would be uh, my senior year. Uh, I was in the semifinals at CIF, and uh, I was wrestling the number one seed, who just so happened to be the fourth-ranked guy in state from Hemet, Isaiah Burks. And uh, this was 145-pound weight class. And uh, right before the match started, I was like, man, there's no way I'm going to beat this guy. No way. You know, like this guy's ranked fourth in state. Last year, he placed round of 12 at state. Um, CIF champion the year before, like he's the first seed at this, you know, CIF. Like, there's no way I'm gonna beat him. So, uh, anyways, we go ahead and wrestle, and within 10 seconds in the first period, I took him down, and I'm winning like 2 0. And while I'm on top in the first 10 seconds of the match, I'm just like, what am I doing? Why, how, like, why did I just take him down? There's like, yeah, like, I, I should be on my back right now, you know, like, there's yeah. no way this happened. Yeah. So then I started to lose confidence in myself and, you know, ended up losing the match 6-4. But um, that just kind of goes to show how how little faith I had in myself, you know? Yeah. So so if, so if I go back, it would just be mindset, 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 you know? Well, mindset is very... Biggest thing. Is literally... Yeah, it's it's yeah. very big, right? Because skill set-wise, like, I was pretty fluent and, you know, athleticism and all that, but it's... It's not about that at the end of the day. It's all about believing in yourself. Yeah, I mean, you need you need a you need you have the you you need to have the mindset, and then you need to back it up with your skill set exactly. and your endurance and strength and stamina right. and all that, right? Well, and what you're saying is you had the endurance, strength, stamina, and technique and all that, but the only thing you were missing was the mindset. Psyched myself out. Yeah, psyched myself out almost all the time, and uh, that's that's something I look back on all the time. You know, especially now that I coach wrestling, and wrestling's been a part of me since high school. Yeah. I'm uh, five years out of high school, and I've been, you know, assistant coach helping out for five seasons now. So I'm around wrestling almost every day, you know, yeah. all the time I think about it. So when I come across, you know, wrestlers that I coach who, you know, don't believe in themselves um, and, you know, lack lack that driven, self-driven mentality. Yeah. Um, I just I just try to talk to them and tell them, like, hey, man, like, you have the skill set, you have the ability to be really good, but... If you don't believe in yourself, then there's no reason to be here, you know, because that's that's the main thing. Having a strong mentality because you're going to get there's going to be a match or you're going to get beat up like, yeah, freshman year, sophomore year. Those are the years where you're just getting exposure. You're going to get beat up 100 percent. That's the rite of passage. Exactly. I get fucked up. Yeah, there you go. And then hopefully two years from then, your senior year, you're able to, you know, return the favor. (laughs) Yeah, return the favor. Beat the shit out of that guy. (laughs) Since we're on that topic here. Uh, my freshman year, uh, I get pulled up to varsity. Uh, I beat someone for the 106 or the 126 varsity spot my freshman year. And yeah. uh, my first varsity tournament my freshman year of high school, I got to wrestle that Black Watch up in Upland. And at the time, it's still a pretty tough tournament. But at the it's time, decent. it was it was it was a pretty tough tournament. You know, it's Damien decent. was stacked. All these schools. Yeah, it's decent. Yeah. So so my freshman year, I was like, oh god, and like first varsity tournament, I'm just gonna get my cheeks clapped. You know. So, anyways, long story short, I didn't get into the tournament at first, so I had to wrestle a pigtail match to get in. And essentially, a pigtail match is when the brackets are too big, 
you know, say it's a 24-man bracket, they have like 26 guys register in that one weight class, they have to pigtail to get one guy into the tournament, you know? Yeah. And if he wins, he's in the brackets, and then he has to wrestle his way through to place. So since me not having, you know, exposure and experience, I wasn't seated, so I was pigtailed into that tournament at Blackwatch. And I ended up losing that. I forgot who I wrestled. It was my freshman year, but I, I ended up losing that match. Like, getting... I got pinned, I think. And uh, I lost that match. And then the guy I wrestled got caught up for ringworm the first round. So, oh, so, so you, fun. you lost and they still allowed you in. They, they, they brought the me back in because the guy that beat me got, <clears throat> got caught for ringworm at Groom Check. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I ended up wrestling that tournament and I went 0 2, you know. But it was just funny because I ended up going 0 3. You know, how many people could say that? <laughs> I can say that. I've really? Been, I've been 0 3. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went 0 3 on an out of season tournament. Really? Yeah, yeah, and it's just funny, uh, you know, looking back at it now, and I was just like, man, yeah. it's fine, it's yeah. fine. That that same tournament, I took third. There you go. Yeah, freaking horse. At twenties, I was alright. Not, a st- I was just like down, you know, like. Um, horse was down to scrap. Yeah, I took third, and I didn't wrestle the guy who took first or second. Oh really? The I, the guy I lost to took eighth. Wow. He beat me. At, he beat me in the second round. Look at that. He beat me by like a point, and then he ended up taking eighth and took third. Never That's wrestled crazy. first or second guy. Um. But yeah, no, yeah, I remember that day. You were there. Yeah. 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 We were both at Black Watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. We were. Uh, bus ride home was kind of interesting. <laughs> right. But uh. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was my first like varsity experience in high school. And I feel it. Was, it. it was. It was. At the time, it was like the biggest thing in my life, you know. Yeah, and and back to the topic, back to the topic about getting fucked up, right? And how pretty much everything translates into everything, um, and how we say you gotta get fucked up. It's a rite of passage, and then eventually you'll see a turnover. It's relatable in my business. The first six, six to eight months, I didn't sell shit. Wow. And I, I, but here's the thing though, I could, I could have stopped. I, after six, eight months of not selling anything as a realtor, I could have just stopped, right? Right. And gave up. Right? Yeah. But no. No. <laughs> that's no. like a, that's like a, a sophomore quitting. Yeah. That's the way I saw it. Right. And I wasn't about that. I'm like, I was like, look, like right there. now, right now, I'm just getting fucked up, dude. Yeah. That's fine. Eventually, right. there's gonna be a turnover, and eventually there was a turnover. Yeah. Right. And um, I'm, I'm doing a lot better now i'm in year year two of my business so right now i'm still technically a sophomore yeah i know imagine when i'm a junior and senior doing yeah, this i'm <laughs> well, be fucking like slip. well at that time you'll you'll get a full ride right there and then you'll have another you know yeah years to come where you're just yeah. learning well not only learning but you're also you know establishing okay. establishing yourself and i'm gonna be ankle picking these buyers living bro. off the fruits of your wealth and your work yeah, that's the thing. Like with wrestling, depending on how good you are, obviously you go to college and all that, right? Yeah. But for the most part, people only wrestle for four years. Mm-hmm. But when you start working at whatever profession you decide to work with, you're going to work that for more than four years. Yeah. So you're going to be better at your job than you ever were a wrestler. Right. And we were good wrestlers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, we're going to be fucking, <laughs> we're going to be fucking top nine. You know what I mean? Oh, man. You know what yeah. I mean? No, no, I, I totally get it, and that's that's 100% true, you know? Uh, I say wrestlers make the best employees, the best business the best owners. Everything, dude, because you just, you've been through it, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, like think about it. Other sports are tough, very tough. 
tough. But wrestling, it's not only physically demanding, it is densely demanding. I mean, by physically demanding, I mean like you're cutting weight, you know, five, five you, 10, you're 15 like... pounds a week on end. Then you're getting beat up. I remember, so Kevin Kelly won state for Mount Sac in 2017. The week after he won state, because state was back in December, um, it was my senior year of high school and he won state. He came back to help out at South Hills and he was my drilling partner for the rest of my season, my senior year season. And he just won state. So he was on a high, you know, he was beating people up, best shape, of, best shape of his life. Prime. Yeah, in his prime. At his and prime. He just beats the shit out of Nick. <laughs> no, literally. Yeah, literally. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, the, the coaches, uh, Coach Sianas and Sean, literally had to pull him out and pull him into the office and had to tell him, like, tone it down. Because the first day, first day he came to practice, I mean, like, I like Sam, I'm a tough guy, but the guy made me cry. He made me cry. We were literally going over doubles. We've been we there. were going through doubles. Yeah. And I would take a shot. He'd stuff my head, sprawl out on me, cross face, go on top, throw legs in. And we were just drilling doubles. And he wouldn't let me up. And then I'd get up <laughs> and he'd stuff my head up. <laughs> no, yeah. Dude, we're literally going over doubles Fuck for 30 him. seconds. And he's over your leg right in your ass. You know how we go? No, yeah. Like, you know how we go Prescott's and we go hand fight and then we go outside single, then doubles. You know, just drilling. But he's literally going live and it's a 30 second goes. And I, I didn't even get one double in. And I literally just broke. I was just like, I'm trying I'm trying every setup possible. I'm putting two moves together. I'm changing levels. I'm doing everything. But this guy just won't let me. Hey, and broke, I was yeah. just broke. I was literally broke. So back to what I'm saying, like, it's not only physically demanding. Like, you're getting beat up. You're hurting. Tore your meniscus. Yeah, you, all this. your ego gets snapped. Ego. I mean, it's just, you can't be egotistical in wrestling. You can't. I mean, I guess you can if you're good. But, like... There's going to be a time when someone's going to be better than you. 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's, it's very humbling when you get fucking your ass beat. Yeah. And you get your ass just fucking handed to you. Like, here it is. It's like, crazy. And you just tried, and like, <laughs> you ain't shit. You <laughs> tried everything you can. Oh, everything you can. And then, as an example, this past week, um, uh, Iowa wrestled. Uh, Iowa was ranked number two in the NCAAs for wrestling. Division one, they 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 dueled uh, Ohio State two days ago, which was I think Ohio's like ranked ninth in the nation. Wait, Ohio State dueled who? Michigan? Iowa. Mid- or no, no, Ohio. Iowa. State, Iowa. Okay, I didn't yeah. see, I didn't see that one. That one. Um, so, anyways, <clears throat> at one hundred sixty-five pounds, Alex Marinelli, the number one seed in the nation, mm-hmm. got upset three-two to the guy ranked like seventh in the nation. You know? Fuck yeah! So it was just like this. You know, like that's how physically. And, mentally demanding the sport is like even the top guy gets could upset gets, get gets upset and that's flipped. life that's like you could be the most successful person in the world yeah and there still will be someone who will shit on you yeah and, and you just have to pick up and uh try again and keep working to get better you know yeah uh, another analogy that have come to mind with wrestling and life right so in a tournament there's only one winner mm-hmm. right and in life there's only one winner. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you man. can go like like with my job where you only get paid based off of merit and performance and it doesn't matter if you took second or third. You're not getting paid if you took second or third, brother. Yeah. You only get paid if you take first. Oh yeah. And a lot of these guys view it that way. I spoke to this guy, his name I'm not gonna say his name, but he's a lender, very rich, right? Mm-hmm. And he's he's talking and he says he says, I have a seat that I'm sitting on. And there's a ton of people out there that would love to take that seat from me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Do I know this person? 
No. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even it the, not that guy. But even that guy's a hard hitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy has a seat. Yeah. So those seats are limited, brother. Like, right. They, those seats are limited, just oh, like there's there's just like first place is limited. Yeah. And and when you're sitting on first place and you know you're the best, if if you're aware that it could be taken from you at any moment, you're gonna fucking go hard. Oh yeah. And you're n- you're not gonna let anyone have any room on that fucking pedestal. Definitely. And then in business, you have that pedestal. Same thing. And you don't wanna let anyone fucking near you, bro. Fuck that. And uh, obviously, that's not me right now in business. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day I'll be there. But that's okay. him for sure. He told me that, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn. There's literally, there's literally a limited amount of seats that you can sit on yeah. in certain industries and businesses. Yeah. And if you slack for a second, someone else is going to sit on it. 100%. Just like that match. 100%. One seed versus And that seven. was 20 seconds left in that match. He was winning 3-1. Fuck. No, he was winning 2-1, got taken down. But uh, anyways, that, that's crazy. You slack for one second, you're off. You know, you're off the pedestal. Yeah, you have to. You're off the podium. Literally, I get mad. I'll be playing Smash Bros. <laughs> it's the same shit right i can't like if i'm playing smash bros i'm focused i'm focused from start to finish if 100%. if my wife starts talking to me, i'm like fuck and then i die yeah. <laughs> like i lose the match right because like this requires all of my attention yeah you know exactly wrestling requires all of your attention exactly. if you slack for a fucking second they're gonna fucking grab it you're done yeah that's Man, crazy that's sick though isn't it crazy yeah and, and i try to tell people this you know <laughs> But they don't get it because they're not wrestlers. <laughs> they don't, or, or even the people that we. I mean, there's so many. Each year we have rest, We have guys who come out for wrestling, whether they're baseball players or football players. You know, another season sport, and they quit first two weeks, week one weekend because it's early. It's emotionally. It's a lot. And physically. Yeah. And mentally and etc. Demanding. It's insane. It's like. And then especially it's like, why are you doing it for no reason? Yeah. It's just like, I'm done, right? I'd rather just have fun. Yeah. And then, but the, the thing is, they end up not being, they end up not developing character and habits that allow them to do things outside of school. Yeah. Where they, they, they've developed a habit of quitting. They've developed a habit of just uh, immediate dopamine, right? Fun. They almost then, things get hard. Yeah. And then when things get hard, they don't know how to handle it because all they're yeah. used to is just leaving that's how it is and then wrestlers wrestlers that stay in who are committed not all obviously not all wrestlers become the best wrestler ever right Right. but they at least what they'll have is they'll take skills from it yeah the ability to fucking uh use that analogy to whatever the fuck they're they're doing oh yeah there's so many people that i've wrestled with and coached with who weren't necessarily the best wrestlers but they grew like a lot of personal aspects in life there is that's able to utilize that you know that's the dub they're, yeah. they're also successful in life just because not because they were the best but because they were they stuck through it you know and they didn't give up and, and they so. were exposed to what it takes to be the best exactly yeah so they yeah so, we're on the same page right? oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. okay so probably let's move on to probably the last segment here of your life which is you've graduated um what are your aspirations after graduation what are you doing in and, and yeah after yeah, graduation you're... of high school or college high school oh yeah. uh high school so uh once i finished high school i already knew that um i wanted to go to college and you know further my education if possible so uh, i enrolled at cal poly out in pomona as a political science major and uh did my four years there and it was great you know i was able i was close to home literally it was less than five minutes from my house Cal Poly mm-hmm. 
and it was literally less than five minutes from South Hills. So. Like, blah, blah. Yeah, so it was perfect, and I was still able to do things I loved, you know, coaching, and uh, I was able to do, you know, internships with, you know, uh, potential career paths that I wanted to follow, and, uh, you know, still live at home, be close to home, hang out with my parents, and just do those, you know, things that I enjoy in life, so. Exactly. So that's what I was able to do. And so you, you've accomplished that much, and it, from what I know, you wanted to be a, a dentist? Yeah, so I'm, oops, sorry about that. So uh, I'm currently in the application cycle for uh, dental school, and uh, if all goes well, I'll be able to start dental school in August, and mm-hmm. that will be the next four years of my life, and uh, following that. I'd love to open a practice and uh, currently getting my real estate license too. That's solid. So I take that test next month and uh, once I finish down school, I'll be able to, you know, try to obtain other ways of gaining passive income aside from the dental practice and yeah, just do things like that and hopefully be able to, you know, have family of my own and, you know, keep wrestling still intact. <laughs> And still be around that because that's uh, it's it, your passion, right? Yeah, I mean, if if I'm being honest, I'm not just sugarcoating this, but wrestling has really played like a vital role in my life. Like how I see things, like me wanting to become a dentist and go to college and do all these things, and you know, do you know, real estate and all this kind of stuff is literally driven by wrestling. You mm-hmm. know, wanting to be on top of that podium, be first place, be first seed, yeah. be five counties champion, state pl- state qualifier, yeah. placer. You know, be that guy. So, so uh, everything you know was was from wrestling, and uh, so many people I'd like to thank for that. You know, because it's like it's it's not just me. You know, like throughout my uh, high school career, I've had three coaches or three head coaches, um, and uh, you know, so I took things from every coach. You know, like lessons and goals and things like that, and teammates and parents and people that met on the mat. So it's pretty cool, you know. I, I use everything that I've learned and kind of translated it to, you know, paving my own path. Hopefully, you know, everything goes well. Solid. <laughs> uh, thanks, Horace. I'll give you A plus on that. I'm glad I had this piece of paper next to me to read off of <laughs> that you printed for me. Yeah, there it is, right? Gun to the head. Uh, um, okay, so so solid. So so ultimate goal: become a death, become a dentist, and yeah. also probably do real estate on the side while you continue to coach uh probably probably not coach at that point in my life but once like i said once you know hopefully i'm able to have a family and have kids yeah then wrestling will be secondary secondary but it'll be no no but like once i have kids like they'll be able to hopefully do wrestling and that'll be part of my life again you know but not only i'll be watching from the sidelines at that point i won't be the player or the wrestler so look forward to that but definitely yeah dentistry is my main goal now doing cosmetics and uh solid hopefully move out to orange county savage do my thing out there the oc the property value is fucking high as fuck (laughs) fucking but that's what he wants he don't get it can you give me a good deal on something (laughs) i could yeah. I really could. I know the secret. <laughs> I know how to do it. Horse knows everybody. I really do. I'm not fucking around. Everybody, if you want to be pre-approved for a house, hit up horse. They'll get you there. It's not. It's not. Not only that. <laughs> There's so much to it. You want a deal, bro? I'll make the stars align for you. Look at that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll make the stars align. It's a bitch and a half, but I if. Fuck you, if you fucking... I'll get it done. There you, <laughs> you go. Know what I mean? well, I'll get back to you in four years. How about that? <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'll ride. I'll ride for you. I'll go, that's Nick. You know what I mean? 
There you go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Solid. Oh. And uh, so that is that is Nick McGuire from start to finish. Start to finish. Born in New York. New York. <laughs> <laughs> Currently here in California. There you go. And um, solid. All right. Well, let's see here. Um, it sounds to me like the podcast is wrapping up. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Maybe like a life lesson or, uh, or like just because check this out. This podcast is going to be here forever, right? right? Unless you tell me like, hey, can you delete it? I'll delete it. But odds are it's going to be, it's going right. to, in a hundred years, someone's going to like, oh, let's, let's look at the archives here. What's going on Dang. back then in 2020? Fucking say, what, what are these people talking about here? Right. And so, yeah, it's going to stay here yeah. permanently for until the world ends. So you what do you want to say? Of course. Well, <laughs> thanks for putting the pressure on me. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I'd be here all day. This is great, you know. It's fun, yeah. Yeah, podcasts are fun. But um, there's one thing that comes to mind, and this has always been something that uh, that uh, I've always kept in my mind. It's from my favorite movie. I've seen this movie since I was, gosh, if I was probably five years old the first time I saw it, and I've seen it a hundred times since. It's called a, it's called a Bronx Tale. You you find it on Amazon Video and you know all that. It's, it's it's a couple bucks, but it's a great movie. It's a it's a it's a phenomenal movie movie and it's basically about um this little kid um his name is c and uh he's you know italian growing up in the bronx new york hence the bronx tale and it 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 shows his life you know he he not only lived two lives where he was influenced by the mob because the mob was this movie takes place in the 60s where the mob was prevalent in new york city during that time especially in the Italian communities out there. And uh, he has two lives where he was influenced by this mob boss and he was influenced by his dad who was a hardworking blue-collar guy who wanted him to go to school. You know, it reminds me very much of my dad. 100%, you know, clean-cut guy. You know, wants the best, works his ass off just to give, you know, for, for his family. So during this movie... Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's he's oh he's in it yeah 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 Solid. he's he's in it and he tells uh he tells his son C when C was probably nine ten years old he says the way to, the worst thing in life is wasted talent <laughs> it was yeah, yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> no way actually actually. It was the saddest thing in life. Oh, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. And then you were like, that hit home, bro. Cause you were- I re- and you know what? That that was filmed on City Island, where I lived. Oh, really? That scene was filmed on... So his dad, like I said, blue-collar worker, he was a bus driver in, in New York, you know? Bus driver making 50 cents a week. And uh, when, his, when he found out his son wanted to join the mob because he was influenced by the mob... He told his son walking off the bus they were going to Johnny's Johnny's uh, seafood, which is still still around, still around. <laughs> it's still there. I go there whenever I visit New York. But um, they're walking off the bus because his dad had like a thirty minute break on his shift, and they're in the bus. And uh, as they're walking off to go eat lunch, he told his son he was like, "Remember, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent." And that that hit home for you. That I've seen this movie. 150 175 times and you're, over, you're over here like pounding um, your fists on the table like let's off uh, i'm gonna reach my full potential Fuck. it's insane no because it really makes you think you know you hear yeah. this 
like like not only from this movie but you hear this all throughout life you know different people say it you know kevin durant said it in an interview once it's like it's it's universal so it's just like wow like wasted talent like fuck that bro that's not gonna be me and just like we were talking before this podcast we were having conversations about people you know who like who who could have done really well in life yeah and it was just like wow like wasted talent yeah <laughs> it really wasted is. talent that's fucking fun you know even like, if you're not talented at least be a hard worker and go after it right yeah because yeah. you learn from that yeah gosh Man, you're like I, when you peel the onion back. That's that's who I am at the core. That's my yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Horace, that's and I tell you, this is I encourage everyone to go watch it. A Bronx Tale, amazing movie, amazing movie. My favorite line ever. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. You should, Horace. I'm check it out. Check it out, buddy. All right, so that's gonna wrap up the episode. Solid, 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 solid. Yeah. I don't know how long this is, man. I, I don't. I never know what the time is. But yeah. if I had to take a guess, I'd probably say it's like forty minutes. I'd say just about probably forty. Yeah. And we're yeah. gonna find out when we download it. But yeah. Awesome. Who man. knows? Alrighty. Thank you for coming. Thank you. I appreciate you, homeboy. Thank you, horse, for having me. I appreciate it. This was long overdue. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I've been trying to get your ass in here. The wrestling season and everything, but uh, yeah, this is awesome. Everybody, keep on listening to Horse. This is this is oh, solid dude. Bows, bows, solid dude. He's bows a tonight. he's a class hat guy. I appreciate it. Alrighty, thank you guys for listening. If you liked it, leave a positive review because it makes me look like I'm good at this. So thank you for that. Other than that, uh, thanks for listening. We'll have another episode next week. I don't know what it's going to be about. Thank you and goodbye. Peace.